Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 291 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Here as always, as always. And Matt. Hey, hey. And Pete. Yeah. And Gordon. Howdy. All righty. Before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out uh, to our patron, specifically our black belt patron, Andy Thompson. If you'd like to be as awesome as Andy, head over to patreon.com slash blindstudios um, and become a patron today. Carlos, did you hear that one of the powers that the great and noble black belt Andy Thompson has is he can levitate levitate kegs with his mind with his mind with his mind kegs are heavy yeah he uh if he worked at a bar he would be the most important person at the he bar would be. because he doesn't have to be even like physically see the keg he has to know where it is he can feel it with his mind and he can change kegs without even looking at him yeah well uh no, that actually sounds pretty useful. It's very useful. <laughs> it's too bad that he uses his powers for evil, though. Yeah, like pleasing women. <laughs> and also stealing cakes from bars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and if you're going to, if you didn't do any Amazon shopping, head over to um, blindstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link of our homepage. Your Amazon shopping as normal. Uh, and it really helps us out. All right. Carlos, I believe at the beginning of this show, I ask you a very simple question, and you always give me a very complicated answer. What is the question? What have you been doing this week? Oh, well, what is my complicated answer usually? I'll well, see. You're just doing another complicated <laughs> answer. <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, just last night, actually. Uh, so one of the games we picked up for at uh, Gen Con was uh, we picked up the uh, sequel to the, like, uh, well, not really a sequel. It's like another uh, choose-your-own-adventure board game. The one we I picked up last year was House of Danger. But last night, we played through... War with the Evil Power Master. Power Master! That was uh, me, Casey, uh, Matt, and Pete showed up, even. Yeah, it was a well, lot of fun. Well, just wait. Yeah, way to throw just Pete. Well, he was, I was, he, he, was there. he wasn't there at the beginning. <laughs> Came in later on. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if we played some of those rules correctly, but I think it was, it was a lot of fun. What what rule do you think we didn't do correctly? I think like technically like uh, items are supposed to stick to characters because like they're oh yeah because it did say whoever has this yeah. or something. Yeah, we were playing with communist rules. Everything <laughs> all right. <laughs> but we had a uh, we had a lot of fun though. That was a uh, it was a good game, and we uh, got a good ending. However, we found out that uh, there was another path, like another finishing path, because we had like a showdown with the evil power master. Was how like our ending path. There was another path that probably has an even better ending called Cupcakes of Doom. And, I mean, we did not end up on that path, so that's got to be the best ending you can get in the game. Could be. I don't know. Um, cupcakes are fight. So. Yeah, we had a pillow fight. And we did win that pillow fight, too. And I complimented him on his boots, right, or something? Yeah. Yeah, they were beautiful boots. And then we all played checkers, which he did, apparently didn't know the rules for. Oh, and we let him like, win. Wait a minute, we played checkers last night? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Oh, last night got weird. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah. So we beat the power, evil power master in that game. We so did. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. Very good game. All right. Anything else? Nah, not really. Okay. Matt, 
Hmm. Last week I went to the state fair. Yep, did that whole shindig. Oh yeah. Did you get a Did you get a thing on a stick? I got a corn dog like I get every year, and right. some fresh French fries. So a hot dog on Ooh. a stick. Well, yeah. why would you get a corn dog though? You get corn dogs on sticks anywhere yeah, because they're pronto, pronto pup. pups. I bet you could get a pronto pup in your uh, your na- friendly neighborhood what's, freezer what's special section. About, what's special about pronto mm-hmm. puck? That's like the big name at the state fair. So wait, is it? So it's, it's a long corn ass dog, corn dog. Yeah. It's a long skinny corn dog. And it's fast. Dog and the there's the pronto pup and the papa dog. They're two dogs. But they're they're just corn dogs. That's, there's yeah. nothing special about them. Yeah, that's really what kind of dipping it's sauce did you a get? A million times better than those bullshit ones you get at Quick Trip. I don't get corn dogs at Quick Trip because corn dogs are disgusting. <laughs> Well then, what the, you just say that first? <laughs> Have you not understood the complicated answer thing? And I could still give you shit. Well, I was I wasn't like knocking corn dogs until I was. You were fucking knocking corn dogs. <laughs> no, that is no, a I thing people that there's do. Like, there's nothing special. They go to the state fair for corn dogs. That is a thing that happens. And there's like 50 pronto pup stations throughout the thing. It's a big thing. That's a lot yes. of people who really just want corn dogs. And they're making a lot of money. The same with those damn sweet Martha's cookies. I can't believe oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get some milk and some cookies. Yeah, I just did the normal walk around the fair like I do. And then it downpoured because it went Monday. But yeah. oh. so it was perfect yeah. day because there's nobody there on Monday because it was like shitty outside. But the downpour happened. And it's like, all right, time to go. Yeah, I think I've been to the state fair once. I go every year. Yeah. Wait, did I... you see Jen there? Cause she was there that day. It's a big fair. Well, yeah, but you said there wasn't anybody there. So she I'm was sure there for like nine hours or something Jesus. on Monday Why? in the rain. Yeah. Wow. I I wanted. Well, to the, get out the, of the rain, rain stopped, and then like a bunch of people left. Apparently. Yeah, we got there at nine a.m. So I got a solid four and a half hours there. I didn't need any more mm. than that. Mm. And then the rain happened for like three hours. So I was like, geez. Yeah. Uh, so did that. That's about it. Yeah. State fair. Oh, I went to uh, Nathaniel Ratliff in the Night Sweats. That's really Ooh, fun. That was good. That was fun. Yep. That's my week. All right. Peter. Hmm. Finished Game of Thrones finally. Finally. Da, 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 da. What, thoughts? Uh, the, the last Give us your hot was, takes. It ended stupid. Yeah. You know, like it was just dumb. Yep. There was some cool stuff because it's Game of Thrones and it's always fun to watch. But yeah, I can see why people were upset. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't really missing out at all. There were, there were some enjoyable episodes in that season, though. Some really yeah, good ones. Yeah, a couple good ones. Yeah. But, yeah. Let's see, I was out pretty late last night. Woo! Or this morning. Yep. That happened. And, uh, I'm trying to think. We went to Oliphant today. They had a bunch of sours going. Ooh. Like uh, so they, they called it, like, a Harry Potter thing. Yeah, Tangus, it was like Harry Tangus. Fourth. Harry Tangus and the... Goblet of something. I don't know. That was cool. Oh, I love these guys' can arts. Otherwise, yeah, that's about it. Wild Classic is out, so I'm playing that with my brothers and some people. Yeah, you kicked my ass in a game of golf. Oh, yeah, we golfed. That's the first time golfing in a couple of years. Yeah, Pete beat me by one stroke. Yep. Sucker. It was a good day. All so, right. are you saying you're better or worse at real golf than Mario oh. Golf? I think it's about the same. It's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Gordon, what have you been up to, man? Uh, checked out a couple. I went wine tasting. I went far out of my out of my comfort zone. Got Friday night. Drunk. <laughs> no, um, thankfully. Uh, went to uh, Dancing Dragonfly and Deer Lake Winery up in St. Croix Falls. Dancing Dragonfly. It's a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, 
Dancing Dragonfly has been there for a while, I guess, and they had some pretty good ones on tap. Um, the ports are kind of my thing. Deer Lake, they, they're hoping to have their stuff in bottles and ready to go by October. They just finally got their labels approved and printed and everything, so they're bottling right now. That's well, fun. Keep talking. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why the audio is not going through on the stream. Then I cracked open the old uh, Empire Total War this week, too. What is that? It's a turn-based strategy which game. Which Total oh. War did you get? Empire. I don't know which one. Is that just it's like, like the world Empire? domination one? Uh, I think you start in like 1700 or something. I've watched uh, somebody play the uh, Three Kingdoms Total War game, and that looks amazing. I played that. And then apparently they added a gore pack, so like, so people are like, all these like, uh, these fighters are on the battlefield, they're just blood everywhere, staying in the field. <laughs> I haven't played it in for fucking ever, so I tried to get. I'm like, oh, I'll just do my usual strategy, and I tried playing as Britain to start off with, which is cool because you get the thirteen colonies as an ally, but they don't do shit for you. Otherwise, you have no land, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go right out the gate, attack France. That was a mistake, because France is allied with everybody else that hates Britain. I got fucked in, like, the first 20 years or whatever the <laughs> game. So started over and decided, let's go with the peaceful trade route, make friends with everybody in Europe, and fuck over the Americas, and worked out much better. Wait a second. Why oh, would you want to fuck us over? Uh, because I, if you take three or two or three territories in America, then the 13 colonies join your kingdom, and it, you get a giant boon of taxes right out the gate. And then I tried without to, representation. I put a few <laughs> government buildings in there, <laughs> but then I tried to do a trade route with India because they took over a bunch of shit that I wanted, and they're like, "No, fuck off." I'm like, "All right, cool. We're invading, bastards." So. Yeah, you have, you have. So in order to <laughs> trade with India. Uh, first, you have to take over the country, um, and then you have to create a private army um, with its own navy that can uh, do all the trading. I yeah. feel like you missed the step where you starve most of the population of India to death. Oh, well, I mean... I didn't starve no, them, I just converted them that's, to that's, Protestants. That's, that's after you create the evil corporation, right. because the evil corporation does all the starving for you. Oh, so like you can wipe your hands clean then. Exactly. Got it. And I found the best way, if somebody charges you with a shitload of fucking elephant cavalry, bring all your infantry behind your cannons and turn on the grape shot. Works like a charm. For half a second, I thought you were going to say Elvis cavalry, and <laughs> I was very confused. No, they tried to go all Hannibal on me. It's like, no, fuck off. Oh, but that That's the exciting highlight of my week. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, so I went i went golfing with, uh, with Pete. And uh, my pops and Ben, and we uh, we did that yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Uh, today I made some chili. Turned uh, out great. Yep, I finally fucking beat uh, Assassin's Creed. Nice. Oh, you beat uh, it. Yes. Which one? I killed the last uh, Odyssey. I finished all the DLC and I killed the last cultist uh, this morning. Was Atlantis pretty cool? Yeah, it was pretty badass. Um, and then let's see. There was there was something I was gonna bring up. But I forgot. Um, but yeah, so the chili I made didn't turn into charcoal. So uh, that, so that's good. Um, though apparently there's precedent for that. Uh, I guess it's genetic, uh, my, my burning things while camping. Uh, I guess my grandpa would also uh, have a few beers and throw steaks on and then forget about them. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just learned that before you came down to the show? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the difference is apparently you learned your lesson. I don't think your grandpa did. Uh, we'll see if I actually learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> On Madeline, it's a whole different story. Well, that's what the test run was for today. Yeah, we should have had you drink a growler first. Growler first, and then try to make chili. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, not not a ton this week. Uh, we have the day off tomorrow because Labor Day, mm-hmm. so we're doing Lothos a little earlier, so that'll be nice. Uh, yeah, Oktoberfests are coming out, and I'm so happy that it's Oktoberfest season. Yeah, I know it's early, but don't care. Got Oktoberfest. Juniors just tap Staghorn on their patio. Ooh. I, it might have been long enough for I can have Staghorn again. Like that. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, should we taste some beer, guys? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, hand me one of those cans, please. Because I need to. Thank you. All right, so we have a brain brain squeeze smoothie sour from Drecker going around right now. Um, I forgot to pull the. Uh, uh, this is the mango and guava one. I don't think we have we had any of these brain squeezes on the show. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think we have. I've only seen them at Andy's house. <clears throat> okay, he likes them a lot. All right, uh, Drecker Brewing. Do we have any? Stuff. All right, so malt in here. We got uh, some two-row wheat, carafone, sour malt, hops, magnum, and Hollertau Blanc. Um, and they use a lactobacillus cult- culture. That's fun. Uh, yeah, there's not really a ton on here. It's a fruity, creamy, tart, and dreamy. That's what we're calling a smoothie sour. Um, this edition unites uh, mango and pink guava uh, with a whole bunch of lactose and vanilla and has a well-rounded tartness from newly... D- uh, from a newly developed sour culture that brightens and enhances the complex fusion of flavors in this juicy style blender. <coughs> Carlos, what do you think? You know, it's uh, pretty pleasant. Uh, I was expecting, I think I, when, I was, when the cans were getting passed around, I gave the sniff of the can and I was like, wow, that smells pretty sour. It's, it's not super sour. Like, uh, like it, it's, it's, they have like, they call it like a smoothie sour on the can. And I don't know, it's, I do see this, like it's more like a smoothie really than a, a sour I'm getting. Mm, I can see that, yeah. Matt. Um, I don't know. I, I like it. That's for sure. Uh, my taste buds might still be messed up from last night, but uh, yeah, it's 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 good. Tastes like sour. I'm happy it's not too sour. You can taste that creaminess, like a yeah. milkshake. Pete. Yeah, it's pretty laid back for a sour. I think the definitely like smoothie. Feels there. Oh no, I like it. It's good. Guys, if there's any left, can I get another pour there? Thank you. Got some flavor. Very in good. There. Very good. All right. Uh, Gordon. Initial taste just kind of punched me right in the jowls with tartness, but yeah. it's mellowed out the second one. It's good. All right. Uh, yeah, no. So, like, the sourness, it's not, like, overly puckering, but it's, like, the back of the throat, like, starting yeah. to salivate sour. Um, and, yeah, it's really good, but it comes through. It's almost like an Orange Julius. Yeah. Um, very, very close to, like, that kind of uh, flavoring. Like, if it was if it was ice cold and thick, like, if, it w- if this was turned into an ice cream, it'd be delicious. Yeah. Um, but I really like, like where it's at. It's not overly sour. Um, and, it, and it doesn't really taste like beer too much. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not really beery at all. Yeah, that's that's true. It like does not it's, taste like there's beer. there's nothing beery about this. But all right, Carlos, give me a number. You know, this really is more of a smoothie than a beer. Uh, but I'm going to give this an eight. I enjoyed it. All right, Matt, uh, let's go seven. We're doing a seven point seven five for Pete. Or seven seven point seven five. Yeah. 
I'll give it a six and a half. Six and a half. Um, I'll give it a seven. This is a solid, like, I don't know if I would go out and buy this all the time, but every once in a while, it's a nice little treat. You know, a little, little, uh, little, 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 little treat from the store there, you know, like if I was out with my mom, but like, mom, mom, can I, can I get this can? Huh? Huh? And yeah, that might, that might work that way. I don't know. I don't think my mom would buy me beer. I'm not old enough. <laughs> <laughs> but mom! You buy your own damn beer with your allowance money. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. <sighs> well, Carlos, the Pope was running late for seven excruciating minutes. Thousands of gatherers on Sunday in St. Peter's Square in Vatican City were anxiously waiting for Pope Francis to show up for his weekly address. Well, he probably had a poop, though. That's probably why he was late. <laughs> That's what the hat's for. You don't uh, poop in the Pope hat. The Pope can. <laughs> That's why you get a poop sock instead. No, no. He's the Pope poop sock? <laughs> no. He's have the Pope. He can, have, he can borrow a Cardinal's hat. Pope Just hat. snag it off. Yeah. Yeah, but the po- give it back. But the Pope is the only one who can poop in the Pope hat. But he doesn't because that, then he can't wear the Pope hat because that's disgusting. He just says he'd be giving a speech and po- poops just rolling down his head. Well, that's no. how he shows he's not pre- well, pretentious by wearing a poopy Pope hat. And you bend over when you put it on. A poopy Pope hat. It's literally airtight, and you can't tell there's any poop. Yeah, actually, do they glue that thing on his head so it doesn't fall off? No, they don't glue the Pope. <laughs> 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 they don't glue the Pope's hat on. Do they tape it on, maybe? No, he's built that way. <laughs> or does he just, his like... His head's shaped like that. Does underneath. he not bend over, maybe? Like, maybe he... Does, so, like... He, doesn't he has people head. to bend over for him. <sighs> Getting in some dark territory here. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Did I miss the story? What did he do? Uh, oh, uh, he did not poop in his hat. Well, actually, he may have. We'll get in there. Um, we're anxiously waiting for Pope Francis to show, for, uh, which usually starts, like, clockwork. Clockwork exactly at noon. Questions and worries that something may be seriously amiss made many onlookers fret. Uh, but finally, uh, the window of the Apostolic Palace uh, swung open, and a smiling 82-year-old pontiff sent relief across the crowd. What explained the delay? The Pope had been trapped in an elevator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> An unfazed uh, pontiff told gatherers, I must apologize for the delay, said Francis, explaining that there was a drop of voltage in the elevator causing it to stop. Francis told the crowd he had been trapped in the elevator for 25 minutes. So he may have pooped in his hat he might have. while stuck in the elevator. God it was watching. So they had now, to find they, a spare hat. Did they have an electrician come in and fix the elevator, or did uh, God just raise him up from the elevator? Raised him up. Uh, it was actually uh, interventions from firefighters. Uh, save the day. Uh, thank God the fire brigade came, uh, Francis said. Let's hear it for the fire brigade. The, pro- the pontiff <laughs> then moved uh, to his usual prayers and blessings. Uh, he ended his remarks by announcing the 13 church figures had been elevated to cardinals. Uh, the Vatican did not clarify whether the Pope was alone in the elevator or if any of his aides were by his side when Francis was stuck. Like a cardinal that he had to use to poop in one of their hats. I don't think he would, I, I, I don't think he would poop in a lowly cardinal's hat. Well, of course he would. I don't, the, I don't, he just supported 12 more mobile poop hats. Uh, well, no, it's 13. <laughs> He's getting older. 13 of them. Well, no, but, like, I don't think a cardinal's hat is worthy to hold Pope poop. That could be. Like, it's holy poop. It's a it's power a, move. It's holy shit. It's actually. papal poop. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if I can keep talking about Pope Poop anymore. No, let's, let's move on. <laughs> it's going to be the name of my band, though. Pope uh, Poop is not a good name for a band. I didn't say it was a good one. It's just going to be my name. All right. All right. Uh, jazz man Larry Oakes uh, has seen many things during uh, 40 years playing his saxophone around the world, but until this week, nobody had ever called the police on him. That changed on Monday night, however, when Spain's pistol-carrying Civil Guard police force descended, or police force uh, descended on the Siguenza uh, Jazz Festival to investigate allegations that Oak's music was not well jazz. Police uh, decided to investigate after an angry jazz buff complained that Larry Oak's sax and drumming core group was on the wrong side of a line dividing jazz from contemporary music. The jazz peers claimed his doctor had warned it was psychologically inadvisable for him to listen to anything that could be mistaken for mere contemporary music. According to a report in uh, El Pais uh, newspaper yesterday, the khaki-clad police officers listened to the saxophone playing and drumming coming from the festival stage before agreeing that the purist might indeed have a case. His complaint against the organizers, who refused to return his money, was duly registered and will be passed on to a judge. The gentleman said uh, this was not jazz and that he wanted his money back, said the festival director. Uh, he didn't get his money. After all, he knew exactly what group he was going to see, as their names were on the festival program. He added, the question of what constitutes jazz and what does not is obviously a subjective one. But not everything in New Orleans, it, uh, not everything is New Orleans funeral music. Larry Oakes plays uh, contemporary creative jazz. He's a fine musician and very well-renowned. I thought I had seen it all. Oakes, who reportedly suffered a momentary identity crisis, uh, said, I was obviously mistaken. After this, I will at least have a story to tell my grandchildren. Yeah, so apparently in Spain, if you say you're going to play jazz, you better fucking yeah, you play better. jazz. You better. Like, I mean, I don't know if I could tell the difference between... Jazz and contemporary music that kind of sounds like jazz. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, if, as long as you got a saxophone in there, you got a good case to make it jazz. Yeah, just play a bunch of wrong notes and call it jazz. Well, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works at it's all, not Gordon. Just wrong notes. You have to be. It's wrong wrong by, notes, and they're fast. You got to be, and they, they got to only be like a couple notes away, but from being correct. Just a couple notes away from being correct. And every once in a while, it has to sound toe tappingly good. Sure. Because then you keep people listening and they're like, oh, am I supposed to like this? I don't know. I was kind of hoping he called the cops because he was playing a saxophone myself. But Why would anybody call the cops on somebody playing a saxophone? Have you heard a saxophone? Have you ever seen a man playing it? Like, as soon as you start playing a saxophone, I'm pretty sure you get, like, five points hotter. You do? No. Yeah, and that's that, that's why people still think Bill Clinton's hot. It's fake music. <laughs> that, that instrument's weird. That, so that instrument right is like now. so complicated looking, like just because it has like all those so many different buttons and valves and stuff. Yeah, they had. The yeah, sex. it means you're good with your hands. They had three different brass instruments at Nathaniel Rateliff in the Night Sweats. So it was fucking cool back yeah. there. Yeah. Matt was throwing his panties on the stage. I was. Saxophone. Granted, this might just because I was just well, whatever I, it is. It's well, a woodwind. Granted, yes. though, I'm saying that about the saxophone. Then I played the trombone where you just control a slide. Oh, yeah. cooler yeah. You're, you're basically saxophone. snakes and ladders of the... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the saxophone's definitely cooler than trombone. Just gonna put that out no, there. No, no. Also, far easier to carry around a saxophone in a case than a trombone in a case, because that's just like going around oh, corners. And Nobody has ever stuff. played a trombone to get laid. I would say that's accurate. 
<laughs> Unless it's uh, what American Pie. Well, I I feel like I feel like he could use that trombone to make a boner joke. So I think people use it to get laid. I don't think people are at least playing it like and get laid just because they're playing trombone. Yep. Yeah. Right. We should move on. We should probably move on before Gordon hits somebody with his trombone. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate saxophones. <laughs> Almost he was left by as, one as a child. Almost as big a douchebag as the trumpet players. All right. Uh, there are many ways to celebrate diversity. It appears, but it appears eating four different colors of chocolate at the same time is not one of them. Uh, that's the lesson candy maker Cadbury learned on social media Friday after its effort to mark India's Independence Day with a multicolored slab of chocolate known as the Unity Bar went down not so well. Uh, this Independence Day, let's celebrate a country that stands united in its diversity, presenting the Cadbury Unity Bar, India's first chocolate uh, with dark blended milk and white chocolate all under one wrap, the company wrote of its new product. Congratulations to Cadbury for solving racism, replied the New York Times <laughs> uh, restaurant critic uh, Tajel Rao. Uh, one of several commenters to criticize the brand for seemingly trivializing racial divisions. Uh, comedian Ziwe uh, Fumado ironically likened the move to Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, writing, I have a dream that my children will not be judged by the color of their chocolate, but by the content of their creamy filling. Martin Luther King Jr. But uh, <laughs> the, big, the big question is, though, uh, one. How, uh, how good is the candy? Well, what's the big deal? It's a, I mean, it's a Just chocolate bar. With all, you have a picture, right? Yeah. Show Carlos. It's got all the different kinds of chocolate all in one bar. Oh, so it's not just mixed. It's, it's segregated among the bar. Yeah, got separate it. but equal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just failed on uh, their advertising and how they uh, decided I thought it was to like name more, this thing. I thought it was like more mixed. Uh, if they would have just brought out this bar, I think it would sell like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I don't know about that. Have, I've never seen a bar that has all the different types of chocolate yeah. in it. And oh. sometimes you like you want a chocolate bar, and you're like, yeah. oh, but I'm kind of tired of this chocolate. Oh, but there's a new type yeah, of chocolate. There's four different chocolates. Though they did put white chocolate on there, and it's debatable whether that's chocolate or not. I like white chocolate. I'm fine with the white chocolate. No, no, it's it's fine. You can like it, but it's debatable whether or not it's chocolate. That, uh, Hershey's Oreo cream. Oh, those candy are good. Bars yeah. are great. Harmony bars or whatever they're called. Anybody had Oreo or Hershey's or orchestra bars? That shit back. That's what they are. What are cookies and cream like, bar? Well, yeah. They're like yeah. orchestra bars. That's, or that's gone. I don't know about orchestra bars. Well, that's what they're called. There's cookies and cream bars. I haven't bought it. I the only time I would ever see them was when I was trick-or-treating. The only time I'd seen them was at the front of the register or by the registers at the grocery store and their little candy, and now it's like you got your candy and your energy drinks, but I'm I'm uh, we're gonna take a quick little aside here just because I have a question that I want to pose oh, to no. the group. What are your guys' thoughts about moving the chocolate candy bar section to the freezer aisle and then putting them all in a freezer so you can just get frozen candy bars whenever you want. Because frozen candy bars aren't that great. Uh, frozen candy bars are the best. They're okay. Bar. It's the best way to eat a candy like if bar. You're, if, if you're you, eating just a chocolate bar and you put it in the freezer, who the fuck wants to chew on frozen chocolate? It really depends on what it is, though. Like uh, if uh, like a frozen Twix is the best thing Kit ever. Kit Kats yeah. melt like crazy, like really quickly. So like putting those in the freezer is not a bad idea. Well, Kit Kat because it's like easy to really already melts. to like chew, you know. But I don't know, man. So my 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 plan is I think not some a good one. Could no. Tend to no. better than it's others. Not a great. I've, I've never had a frozen candy bar before. Oh, you're missing out, bud. Yeah, it's uh, it's the best summer treat. Is I mean. It, was it that's Snickers or Milky Way that 
or the three musketeers that did like a ice cream. Uh, it was style. it was no. It was, they probably all sure did. They all did. Yeah, Mars just like replaced nougat with ice cream and all of them. Yeah, the Snickers like ice cream bar was pretty good. I remember. I'm done with that. That's a whole different thing. But it sounds delicious. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, India is mad at Cadbury because they tried to solve racism with a candy bar. And apparently that doesn't work. Well, it's British also like a lot of people who like some cho- types of chocolate don't like all the types of chocolates. Like uh, a lot of people like uh, just straight up dark chocolate. Uh, like, or sometimes you only want a bar of just the dark. Although, like, it's actually really hard to get dark chocolate uh, bars. Yeah, it probably doesn't help that Cadbury is a, is a British company. Well, yeah, they're a very British company. There yep. might be a little bit of animosity there. You know, they may have started the racism. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the class system was already in place. I can't think of the, the, the actual word for it. I thought that was in place pre-British. So it, it, it was, but um, the, like, so the, the, cast, the caste system was. Yeah, there we go. But, like, the British came in and they made... Um, they made it worse, uh, and it they really uh, put their foot in it when they created Pakistan. That was a whole thing. Uh, they were just like, okay, uh, all the Muslims in India go here now. <laughs> all right, problem solved. That was a gross oversimplification. That but was not a race thing. That was totally over the control of the Kashmir trade. Sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cashmere is an okay song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was listening to MTV Cribs. Did you guys ever watch that? No. But they were with um, one of some heavy metal band. I want to say like Corn or something like that. And his daughter, he, he's playing Led Zeppelin in the car, and his daughter goes, "Oh wow, when did Led Zeppelin cover Fifty Cent?" Womp, womp, I did womp. not know there was a 50 cent song that it was off Yeah, at he all. took the the kind of the opening guitar section from Cashmere and put it, his song over it. I couldn't tell you which song. I'm not a 50 cent fan myself, but Was that Puff Daddy? 50 cent and P Diddy are two different people. Yes, I know that, but did <laughs> Puff Daddy do a Led Zeppelin like cover or some shit like that for sure. some movie or something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a Tennessee man is is suing the fast food chain Popeyes for running out of its new popular chicken sandwiches. Craig Barr of Eastridge wrote in a summons filed Wednesday that he is suing the restaurant for false advertising, deceptive business practices uh, by entity to public, uh, countless time wasted driving to and from Popeyes, and no chicken sandwich. Uh, he was told to come back uh, this day, still no sandwich. Uh, the sandwiches uh, became available at select Popeye's locations on August 12th. Um, and August 19th, uh, Twitter exchange among Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, and Wendy's drove up the popularity of the Popeye's sandwich, giving Popeye's an estimated $23 million in free press, according to the takeout. Uh, Popeye's tweeted on Tuesday that it had sold out of chicken sandwiches. The restaurant chain has promised customers the sandwiches will be back. But that apparently isn't good enough for Bar. I can't get happy. I have this sandwich on my mind. I can't think straight, uh, Barb uh, told the Chattanooga Times Free Press. It just consumes you. When the chicken sandwich became available, Barr said he began making regular trips to three Popeye's locations, but was allegedly told the sandwiches were sold out each time. 
when Barr was driving to one of the locations, a tire on his car blew, and he uh, cracked a $1,500 rim, he said. After fixing the tire, he arrived at the Popeyes, only to be told again the sandwiches were sold out. Barr answered a Craigslist ad in which a man said he knew a Popeyes employee and could get him a chicken sandwich for $25. Barr said he met the man behind a Popeyes and gave him the money. But the man left and never returned. <laughs> I got scammed, Barr said. <laughs> That's hilarious. Barr is asking for $5,000. He filed the civil action uh, on Wednesday to Hamilton County Circuit Clerk uh, Larry Henry and was assigned an October 28th court date. <laughs> This guy needs to get a fucking life. Jesus, like, I have no idea. If you can afford a $25 to pay for a stupid 99-cent sandwich or a $1,500 rim for your car, I've been to Chattanooga. There are way better fucking chicken sandwiches down there than at fucking Popeye's. I couldn't be able to judge that because I've never had any of these. I haven't had the Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich, and now I feel like I I need to uh, sue them until I get one. Is this the kind of chicken sandwich where there's like definitely more chicken than bun? It's something like uh, what, uh, has maple in it, so it's like kind of... I thought it was a spicy chicken sandwich. Is that what it is? I think so. I think, because they, they, uh, I think this is the one where they, they teamed up with, there's this barbecue place, or there's some like restaurant that was just going to, or going to Popeye's and buying their chicken and then bringing it back to their restaurant and selling it. Oh. And uh, <laughs> it's not legal, I don't think. Uh, they, well, so they got called out for it, and they said we proudly serve Popeye's chicken. And Papa was like, "We're good." <laughs> 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 and then, uh, and then, like they they partnered with this uh, with that restaurant to create this chicken sandwich. Huh. Um, that last and, week that you talked about the story that was sold out in like somewhere in the West Coast or something. Yeah. And now it's literally Now it's sold out everywhere. There's been a couple people coming to the bar that said they went to all the Popeyes around the area to try and get one of them. They're like, really? There's only two. This is actually a thing. No, there's a shit ton of Popeyes now. There's a lot of Popeyes. There's one in Hudson and there's one in that White Bear, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) You drive past it a bunch. Yeah. I, I just knew about the one in St. Paul and then the one in uh, Maplewood. No, yeah, a lot of some, a lot of the KFCs yeah. closed down. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did yeah. talk about chicken last week too, didn't yeah, it we? Yeah, was this, it was the Popeyes sold, and I, that's the first time I ever heard of it. And then all some people are talking about it at the bar, and I'm like, really? Yeah, this it's is this a this huge is a thing. thing. Yeah, Does, uh, Popeyes have buffalo chicken. Uh, we can find out. But yeah, Tyler said that he went. He finally gave up and just went to one and ordered some chicken tenders and waited there for a half an hour because there's that many people just waiting around. Yeah, that's all what right. I was thinking about. <laughs> Sorry, I had to show him the. It was Godzilla, Puff Daddy. Oh yeah. Oh, it was, okay. Uh, I remember yeah, that Jimmy one. Jimmy Page or something. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's uh, what he was talking about. Interesting. Forgot all about that too. <laughs> so it doesn't look like they have buffalo chicken. Looks like they have buffalo sauce that you can dip your chicken in. All right. So all right. I was just wondering if there's a different place around here I could get buffalo wings. Oh, you definitely won't be able to get wings. You can get boneless wings. Go to Bob Town. He doesn't like Bobtown. They don't put enough sauce. I on. do like Bobtown. Oh, okay. No, I like their wings. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get all Wednesday. the chicken places. What about the place in Buffalo Wild Wings? Not good wings. What's that place at Oakdale? We uh, fuck. They have really good. D spot. D spot. D spot wings. Those I'm are... like the only person that hates D spot. I don't know. I, hate. uh, I haven't had a good. Bray Jays and Woodbury. They massive fucking wings too. It's a good bang for your buck, and they're really, really damn good. I don't know if I've ever eaten at a Popeye's. Have I? I don't 
don't know. I stopped once and got like a chicken tender basket. Well, now I need to wait until this whole chicken sandwich thing dies down. Right. And I need to go. We need what we need to do is we need to get chicken sandwiches from all the places and have them on the show. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, let it. me know what time. You- <laughs> <laughs> that could Eat be chicken. the next show. Yeah, we haven't done that one yet. <laughs> we have to wait until they're all back in stock. Yeah, right. I don't even know where the nearest Chick-fil-A is because I've never been to one of those. Uh, they're close on Sundays. Are they really? Yeah. 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 That's why, well, they're super religious and they hate yeah. gays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but man, is it. You know, I'll always <laughs> but rem- apparently the gay hating chicken's real I'll good. I'll always remember yeah. somehow Lynn got uh, uh, Chick-fil-A coolers for free from somebody or whatever and they're like the ones we throw in the cooler for weddings and stuff for wedding parties and so it ended up being a gay marriage that happened I'm like oh my god we're using Chick-fil-A coolers at this <laughs> <laughs> where we're located regionally to the nearest Chick-fil-A on Wendy's is you know would be the better about well no when, so when so I think I think the three the three chicken sandwiches they got in a fight were um, Popeye's Wendy's and Chick-fil-A hmm um I don't know if Raising Cane's has a has a sandwich, but if they do, I want to throw that in the ring because I really like Raising Cane's. Their cane sauce is amazing. Where are they at? I know you mentioned them. There, there, yeah, there, there's one in uh, there's one in Woodbury. Okay, there's a Chick Fil A in Maplewood. Okay, and West St. Paul. Yeah, I wonder how their uh, sandwiches reheat in the microwave. We will microwave all the sandwiches. We'll get them on like a Monday, and we'll have them on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, fries would be shit. I can tell you that. We're not judging the fries, but, but you, you have gotta, to have it. You gotta have the goddamn fries. <laughs> like well, that'll just sway Matt's vote. He'll it's just vote for whichever one has the best it's fries. True, it's true. Except well, everyone if will we have, have fries a, except Matt. If we have fries, though, they're gonna be gross because it'll be like an hour later after we've gotten all the sandwiches. Well, he's talking about microwaving them, and if oh, you God, buy them no, on Monday and you wait a whole fucking. Well, I wasn't gonna buy like <laughs> French fries. No, no, you don't reheat. No. We could do it like, uh, yeah, yeah. it'd be about an hour because we'd have to drive all the way to, well, no, because they're not even open. <sighs> I don't know how we're going to do this, guys. I think it might be impossible. Special Saturday night episode? No. Dude, get the, the mic boom and everything and let's bring the studio. <laughs> we'll there. do it on location. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, bags of white powder seized as part of a huge drugs bust at London's Gatwick Airport uh, actually contained vegan cake ingredients. The British Transport Police said a member of staff at uh, Pereza, a vegan restaurant uh, with stores in London and Brighton, was transporting a suitcase filled with bags of cake mix when it was seized by police Wednesday afternoon. The British Transport Police and the UK Home Office subsequently tested the bags, suspecting them to contain illegal drugs before determining that the powder was, in fact, vegan cake mix. Officers were called to Gatwick Airport Station at 1.34 p.m. on August 28th after a suitcase was found containing 25 bags of white powder. Uh, Following a number of inquiries and tests, it was determined these bags of powder were cake ingredients for a vegan bakery. Uh, They were soon reunited with the owner, uh, who has promised officers and staff a slice of cake in return. Why would you give them cake in return? I don't think he's like, he could say that. I don't think he has to actually give them a slice of cake. Also, who would want vegan cake? Or maybe he gives them. Kind of curious. He gives them a slice of cake, Casey. Have you ever had He gives them one slice that they all have to share. Well, I guess now. So I guess the only thing it wouldn't have is eggs and butter in it. So where where are you getting your fat from? I guess you could use coconut. Mm Coconut oil or, or margarine? I don't know. Well, I don't know if coconut oil would work. I've seen it in some other baking recipes, and it's decent. Okay. All right. Well, clearly the answer is that we have to have some. As long as it's not the vegan 
sugar-free, carb-free compost. Oh, you mean cardboard? Off. Yeah, that they try to pass off as brownies. No, well, technically it's cardboard. That's then they water down so like it's just solid cardboard, <laughs> and then they puff it up so it's got air spaces in there, so it can. It can uh, yeah. And it's super fibrous. It makes you regular as hell. <laughs> There's no downsides. It's just good for you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, next time you're going to be flying with uh, your cake ingredients, uh, make sure you wrap it tightly in unmarked bags mm-hmm. um, in a little brick form. Maybe put some duct tape around it. Put it up your butthole. I mean, that's a lot of cake mix to put up your butthole. Yeah, well. And if, if that bag breaks, you're going to get diabetes. <laughs> that's why you double balloon it. <laughs> All right, that brings us to our discussion topic for today. I don't really know how that brings us there, yeah, but that it was brings a us there. Segue <laughs> but we're that. there. Come on, how many years have we been in this case? <sighs> well, we've been <laughs> seven. We've <laughs> <laughs> been doing it long enough that we should know that there's no real segue uh, for true, the most true, part. True. It's just like it's just the thing he says uh, to move us forward. Yeah, well, I mean, and nobody really likes segues anyway. Like you have to wear stupid helmets, and <sighs> you don't have alarm. to wear a helmet. <laughs> you're just less likely to die if you're wearing a helmet. You're not going to die from falling six inches going two miles an hour. You will die if you go off a cliff on it. Then it's your own goddamn fault. But the helmet will save you. Yeah. It'll <laughs> give you some protection. Don't mind hitting, hitting the water and rocks at 60 miles an hour, but thank God you wore that fucking helmet. Mm-hmm. Well, the helmet will create drag and slow you down to uh, 55 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what animated show or movie would you like to see remade as live action? So lately, Disney has been going through their catalog and remaking uh, their classic animated movies as live action. The latest one uh, that they just announced is Lady and the Tramp, a movie that nobody asked for. Uh, I'm pretty sure Oliver and company uh, will be next, and they're just going to call it Cats the Movie. Um, it's That's already a movie. That new one looks terrible. (laughs) Whoever decided to greenlight that should just get dragged out on public television and (laughs) shot. (laughs) All right. So um, I was thinking that we could probably come up with some better IPs or at least more terrifying ones. Like they might just be horror versions of Mm -hmm. what we were what we grew up with. So I was thinking about Rugrats. I'm like, that'd be actually terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Talking babies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, Carlos, we're going to start with you. I had to think about this for a while, because, like, there's a lot of cartoons that were really just based on toys. But I'm going to take a, a cartoon that was used to sell toys, because... But this one... Because this one hasn't been turned into a movie yet. Street Sharks. Street Sharks has not had a movie yet. A live-action movie. Now, you might be wondering, what are you going to do with Street Sharks that you haven't done with... That hasn't already been done with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which already got a sequel? Well, the thing is, you know, Street Sharks, they like burgers. They do not like pizza. So that makes them completely different from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Don't they also swim in asphalt? Yeah. Yeah. No, that they, also they makes them dig different. through the ground. Now, but I was thinking like uh like you did mention horror. I'm going to take cuz like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were like they just were Mutant Ninja Turtles their whole lives. Street Sharks were people who roller they had rollerblades cuz you know they were cool. And it was the 90s. <laughs> the 90s. <laughs> but you take these rollerblading 90s cool guys and then you ha- introduce body horror because now all of a sudden their entire upper body is this giant shark mouth and how long is our burgers going to satisfy them how long before they are 
craving for more food leads them to burrow and start attacking people. So now they have this horror fly, the, the fly th- type thing going on. Wait a second. Them. Are street sharks just king shark from the DC comics? But asphalt eaters? No. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think like the there's a lots of shark themed things out there, Casey. So no, no, but so King Shark has shark body with human arms and legs. And I a thought, shark head. I thought he had like a shark head on top, and like it was like the super muscular torso and everything. Yeah. No, like street sharks, like they're into- they don't really have a neck. They just have this giant jaw that jumps like partway up their chest, just becomes this giant jaw, jaw, and like this giant head. They're actually kind of horrifying if that if you got turned into one of those. There you yeah. go. The street, you know, that's that yeah. looks exactly like King. Well, I guess the head. Well, he had more shoulders than the street sharks do. Hmm. Okay, at least in the the not I don't know about the comic books, but in the in the Arrow or yeah the, yeah the Flash. Excuse me. There's 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 King Shark. Ah, all right. He looks a lot like a street shark. I clearly think the inspiration was the other way around in that case. Because also, he doesn't have roller blades. There is, the roller blades are different. You're yeah. right. So anyways, yeah. So you got some body horror. You got some people going around eating burgers and then turning onto people. I think the reason they were eating burgers was because there's more meat in burgers than pizza. Oh, wait, they probably so tried to eat the pizza. It's like, we can't eat this disgusting stuff. And they started eating burgers, but the burgers weren't satiating them anymore. So you're saying the street sharks are going to eat people. Oh, definitely. This is a horror movie. I thought the horror was them turning into street sharks. Oh, that's part of it. But they slowly are losing themselves to the instincts of sharks. We are literally just talking about King Shark now. So, well, technically, King Shark. Street Sharks came out a couple months in 1994 before King Shark <coughs> made his full oh, debut in the comics. Okay. Street Sharks were September. The King Shark made his first appearance in the comics in November of 94. Oh, damn. DC. You shameless stealers, you. Taking a page out of Marvel's book. Yeah, how dare they? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. My idea is Street Sharks. All right. Matt? Uh, mine is going to be Ah Real Monsters. I don't know if you guys ever watched that one on, on uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, I remember there, that was a show. It's got... Oh, yeah. It's yeah, the, the, it's the Oz, like, it's Ah! Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, the guy with the eyeballs in his hands and then the little uh, goblin creature. I want Guillermo del Toro to direct I was that. Like, either shit. Guillermo or uh, Tim Burton, but Tim Burton yeah. will go to CGI, so I think Guillermo will be better for it. Yeah, yeah that'd just be like pretty some sweet. Pan la- Pan's mm-hmm. Labyrinth type shit. Be like Monsters Inc. And it'd work as live live action because there's people throughout the whole series, like they go and scare people. So yeah, Monsters Inc. must have got their idea from that. <laughs> Well, I think what we're learning is that everybody's yeah. stealing from each other. Because they go out and scare people or whatever. That's basically their job, and to get scared. To, scare to get scarce? Do, I thought to, so. to power the monster it's city? like whoever is the best scarer wins type thing. Or Holy episode. shit! Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's the plot of Monsters, Inc. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know anything about Monsters, Inc. What? Not, not, I mean, I know about Monsters, Inc. <laughs> I don't know anything about... Uh, I don't know anything about that show. Ickis, Oblina, and Crumb are monsters in training at the Monster Academy. That's what that's. So it, it's the it's the prequel to Monsters Inc., which they made. Mm-hmm. I never saw that one though. The first one was so good. I didn't. This was also ninety four to ninety seven. This was with uh, that was uh, Street Sharks as well. <laughs> oh yeah, Tim Curry played a voice in there too, and Jim Belushi. Wow. Yeah. I well, I mean, Tim Curry show. did a lot of voice acting. 
Charlie Adler. I recognize that name, don't I? I don't know. But yeah, the all real monsters. All right, Pete. Hmm. I think Rick and Morty would be really fucking terrifying if it was live action. Oh like to God! See it live action. Yeah, I mean, even just it. like one episode, or like if they do like like, like a, a movie. movie or something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Some fucked up shit in that cartoon. Then maybe people would finally realize that Rick is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not somebody to idolize. No case at all. <laughs> Rick and Morty is only for smart people. If you're not smart, you won't get it. As you pick up a beer. What's that? Well, Rick just is, because Rick I'm is... an alcoholic doesn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like Back to the Future, except like really fucked up. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Like the dock, and uh, but I feel like it'd thing. be actually less fucked up than the cartoon show because they, I don't know, I feel like they can go further with cartoon, like the animation. I don't know, but so I feel like I feel like it might be less uh, fucked up with some of the shit that they do, but it'll feel more fucked up because you can identify more w- with characters in a live action than you can with in a and like because there's 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 a step of separation when it's animated i feel like i guess isn't. like it would be it'd be different because you would have characters who don't have those weird squiggle eyes where like the the dot the black dot for that in the center of their eye is like just like a squiggle that they have for uh rick and morty which is weird <laughs> am i the only only one who notices that yeah yeah all right <laughs> yeah god that'd be terrifying all right uh gordon I do. I can't. Re- uh, I think it's Studio Ghibli that did like Prince Mon- Princess Mononoke mm-hmm. and that stuff. But any of those films, in particular Princess Mononoke, no, I'm sorry, Howl's Moving Castle is one I'd like to mm-hmm. see. But only if they keep Billy Crystal as the voice of Calcifer. Be pretty cool to see um, Spirited Away as one as well. Yeah. I want to see some delightfully real life Totoro just floating around, yeah. mm-hmm. doing his thing, Creepy. all fluffy and delightful and terrifying. He's going to eat you with his fur. Yeah. That's, I was just watching that the other day because somebody, I, with uh, I think it's Dragon Con going on, and somebody was doing cosplays from that. I'm like, where the fuck is Cal's fur? That'd be cool. Uh, so as soon as Carlos said Street Sharks, I immediately wanted to talk about the far superior Biker Mice from Mars. But... Um, I think instead I want to give Disney an idea because they're already doing all this shit. Uh, lately, some of the best Star Wars stories that have been told have been in like the animated shows with Rebels and Clone Wars um, and stuff like that. Live action that shit. Like live action some of the stories from Rebels. Because yeah, a lot of people don't even know about those. Yeah, no, I, like, uh-huh. yeah, and... You get some really, like, heartwarming stuff. You dive more into Mandalorians and, um, like, Jedi in hiding after uh, the thing in, like, the early days of the Rebellion and how it's so fractured and stuff. And you can get some really interesting stories out of that, but people just won't won't watch it because it's animated and it's on the Disney Channel. You mean, like, all the novels and awesome comic book series that they, they destroyed and no, they bought So, Gordon, it? My, my, initial, my initial plan for, uh, for today's episode was uh, I was going to make a game where I was going to say a plot 
and you had to decide if that insane plot was part of an EU or an extended universe Star Wars novel or completely made up. <laughs> the problem was they're all so batshit insane, anything I would make up sounded reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot of nonsense in those uh, in that extant band universe stuff. There was a lot of nonsense and it's really and because at the time it was all treated as canon. Yes. Except for uh is it Biggs and Bink and Tanks or something like that. There's like these this duo like who are like stormtroopers and they they had their own uh things and it wasn't necessarily canon. But yeah. Yeah, no, just absolutely batshit insane stuff. Like wasn't Chewbacca killed by a planet? Yeah, no. Yeah, during the Usen Bond by RA Salvatore, I believe. Uh, just like weird stuff happened. Uh, the Emperor had more clones than you could shake a stick at. But did he have a new groove? <sighs> he may have had in one of the books. Yeah, probably one of those too. Darth Vader. Well, that's the current universe. Like he actually did a dance. They had in the Darth Vader comics. They had him uh, dance with like somebody on the planet was trying to like show like trying to like the Empire Empire was trying to get them to join or something like that or submit. And they're like, so yeah, they're trying to like just lead him along, and like, so like he had a dance on the dance floor. But right after dancing, then he murdered a lot of people. The new Darth Vader comics are fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Uh, if, if you if you're into comic books and into or into Star Wars, I highly recommend reading them because they are delightful. Also, um, the uh, the 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 Captain Afra ones about the uh, uh, she's a space archaeologist who steals things. Yeah. Those are fantastic. I remember reading, like, it was, like, at the end of the first volume of the Darth Vader comics where he finds out, like, who, like, uh, who got away from him. And it was, like, I don't know his name. I believe his name was Skywalker. And, like, then the guy leaves and, like, the Darth Vader cracks the fucking window of the Dark Star Destroyer in front of him just because he's so angry. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. All right. Does anybody else have anything they would like to say on the matter? No. No, I think Street Jerks is definitely already in production. It's definitely. I greenlit it already. Yeah. I have that kind of power. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, somebody was listening live, heard about Street Jerks, and was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a fat check deposited in my bank account right now. I it's don't. Not a, it's not a cartoon. <laughs> we don't actually own the rights of Street Jerks, and I came up with an idea. Yeah. And ideas cannot be copywritten. No, but they can be owned. By me. Nah, I don't know. The original Mass Effect trilogy. If that were turned into a Ooh. movie series, I would watch the shit out of that. Oh, yeah, I'm still waiting for like the Uncharted. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I'm so bummed. Uncharted just lost another director. Oh, like, oh really? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Tom Holland is going to be playing young Nathan Drake in the in the current era. Is is at least attached to the current project, and I think that's a good casting choice. I think in general, just video game movies. Yeah, that they have trouble being made. Yeah, like <laughs> what you what you think about Tomb Raider? It was dumb. Yeah, kind of was. <laughs> I was really excited about it too because I like that actress a lot. But it was I bought weird. the Blu-ray. <laughs> it was weird watching it and being like, "Holy shit, this is actually just the video game kind of." And then yeah, I was like, oh, I wish we were just stuck with it being the video game instead of taking it. Yeah, no, like it it, it went off a it went off on a tangent that I didn't like. Yeah. I liked the. There's another Tomb Raider. Yeah, the Alicia Vickers yeah. or whatever her name is. Huh. Yeah, it was, it was a fine movie. Yeah, it's enjoyable. To rent that. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's a good popcorn flick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was just blockbuster good. It, it was probably one of the best video game adaptions. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess isn't really saying much. Who were we talking to last week that had seen Doom like a million times? That was Weez. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't made it through that movie ever. I, I tried. I can't do it. He'll call me out. I fixate on a lot of stupid things too, like that. I saw A Team, the the new re- new version of that. I saw that like seven or eight times. That in was definitely really? a movie. I fell asleep during that movie. I just kept laughing the whole it fucking wasn't time <laughs> in the theater. It was so over the goddamn top yeah. ridiculous, like taking a, a defib to a fucking en- engine block. Just, that actually that slapstick humor. That 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 seems like it will work. I can just I will say this about what, that film. I did not see it sober. No, we did not. No. We were not. <laughs> we were not even. That's why you fell asleep for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember a whole lot about it. And you know what? I'm glad. You're right. I am glad I don't remember a whole lot about that movie. Three bucks well spent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get out of here? Yeah. Let's do All that. Right, let's get out of here. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and just an email at feedback at blindersnews.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash blindersnews. You can follow us on Twitter at blindersnews.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.